Yeah, good afternoon. My name's Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is a very special show. It's the opposition view, of course, ahead of tomorrow's game against Leicester at the Emirates. Of course, our first home game of the season. It's going to be um, a great game, I'm sure. We're going to be joined by Chris from uh, Leicester Till I Die TV, which is a great channel. So please check them out. The link is in the description to the video. Lots of stuff to get through. So let's get started. Here we are. So, good afternoon and welcome to Chris. How are you doing, mate? You all right? I'm not pretty bad. How are you, sir? Yes, not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. Not enjoying the nice weather while we've still got it because no doubt it will be raining very, very soon. So, let's make the most of it this weekend while we still can. We're never happy as Brits, are we? It's either too hot or too cold. Exactly, yeah, or too wet generally, but anyway, hopefully yeah. um, hopefully we've uh, enjoyed this this while we can. I mean, what I wanted to do at the start, obviously, just talk about your, your channel, actually. I've been, I've been watching your channel for quite some time. I love your content that you do. Um, just give it a little plug, actually, because it, it's great stuff. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. It's Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Um, basically, I just try to be different to all the other channels. Um, it, it's not all Leicester content. We have quizzes. We have Premier League reviews, generally, transfer shows. Uh, but, yeah, it's just trying to do different things that other channels don't do and which is hard these days because most things yeah. have been covered but uh, just about having fun just about having fun exactly that's what it's about i mean i did love the fact that you did a lot of coverage on the women's euros as well i mean yeah. we did some on this channel um it was yeah. great that other channels were covering it as well because i felt it deserved to be covered by by channels yeah. as well and a lot of people said to me like oh you know jumping on the bandwagon etc but I'd, I'd only planned to do the England games. And mm. I did the first game, which was obviously the Arsenal one, uh, the opening game. Uh, sorry, the Arsenal one. Sorry, the Austria one, Austria. the opening game. And it was so refreshing to watch. When mm. you're used to men's football, when you're used to England losing 4-0 to Hungary, <laughs> that sort of thing, yeah. it was so refreshing to yeah. see a game where... On the whole, I'm not saying all the time, but on the whole, the refs got most things right. Uh, VAR seemed to get most things right. There was no diving, no trying to con the referees. Um, there was respect shown to the referees. Um, it once was a player that was off the field. I think she might have been Spanish that that, that the referee a little bit up. But generally speaking, it mm. was everything that the men's game should be. Now, at Leicester, we've never really sort of had a decent women's team, if you like, to put it bluntly. Mm. But a couple of seasons ago, uh, one of the women's clubs within Leicester was brought in within the King Power organisation that owns, uh, obviously, our club. And they now play regularly at our old training ground, which um, and they have the odd game at the King Power as well. We came up two well, we came up a season ago. We managed to stay up. Um, when it didn't look like we would do at the start, but we had that to obviously sack the manager and get a new manager in. Um, 
yeah, it, it, it kind of tied in with that, and I enjoyed it. And yet, you know, that it doesn't clash. I mean, if I lived in Leicester and I don't, I mean, yeah. it's forty-two pounds for a season ticket. Yeah, to yeah. go and watch the the, the the women play now. You know, <laughs> if I had, if I lived in Leicester, I would certainly be getting that because, like I say, it isn't what you know. Like, well, we've seen. You know, come on, you know, we've seen the we've seen the Euros. Eighty-seven thousand people in Wembley watching England lift the first trophy since nineteen sixty-six. Well done, girls. You know, it was yeah. coming home. The men weren't in. <laughs> the women stopped doing the washing up, answered the door, and got the trophy. I am joking. I'm no, 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 no I mean, yeah, it's great, it, it was great to see and great to get behind. No, it was. I mean, I went to a few games um, at the stadium. We covered a bit on the channel. I mean, I've been into women's football for a while, and obviously, following Arsenal, we've, we've always had a good women's team. So it's maybe been a bit easier to, to follow it from an Arsenal perspective, I guess. But yeah, but, yeah I mean, it's great that it's finally got a, a lot more coverage that it deserves women's football and hopefully this new season starting up soon for the WSL is going to be even better because there'll be more crowds in the stadium hopefully and everyone can get behind it because oh, you're right the I mean, only thing I hope the only thing I hope is that to get where the men's game is now it's taken many many years to get to yeah. that level yeah, you yeah. know it's taken the prep you know it's taken Sky and the Premier League and all the others 30 years just to get it from what it was to what it is now hmm. And women's football is quite a long way behind. And if you this, you yeah. know, if you start demanding too much, equal this and equal that, right. it isn't going to work because you've got to get the viewers up. You get the viewers up, the sponsorship will come in, the TV money will come in, and it will grow um, essentially on it on its own. Uh, yeah. That's what you've got to do. And hopefully, these women's Euros, you know, the win and everything, will just start that, kickstart that. Yeah. But it's got to come naturally, and I think it will do now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will. I'm looking forward to the new season, actually. I mean, as you mentioned there, women's football kind of now, for me, it's got all of the great stuff for men's football without all the horrible stuff in men's football that we don't like. And that's yes. kind of why I, I've enjoyed it anyway for the last few years, even more so for that reason, really. And, you know, it's a shame that maybe men's football has gone down the route it has to a certain degree, and hopefully women's football... We need it to grow and we want it to grow, but hopefully it doesn't get a lot of that bad stuff coming in as well over the years. Let's hope it doesn't because at the moment yeah, it's really It raised its head in a couple of games, but it's yeah, always going yeah. to a little bit. But generally speaking, I tell you what, as they put the men to shame. And I've got oh, people, yeah. I've got people, I've oh, said that on Sky Sports now, they're all on the stage celebrating in Trafalgar Square again. Um, but, but yeah, people were messaging me saying, like, oh, you know, you're jumping on the bandwagon and it's not this good and they should be, you know, in the kitchen and all that. And I'm thinking, like, grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I still watch football. England beat Norway 8-0 again or England lose to Hungary 4-0 with the men's. I tell you no, what, I mean, watch. women's football should be for everybody to enjoy. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a bandwagon, yeah. is it? If you enjoy it, enjoy it. That's, everyone should be Somewhere able to enjoy you've it. got to start, haven't you? Exactly. It, of course you have. And that's, and that's how it's going to grow, isn't it? By getting more people involved, new people involved that maybe wasn't involved previously with it, wasn't that interested. And now they are. And that's great. That's what we want. And, and that's, I'm all in favour. That's my idea behind it, yeah. I, I, I tried to support as many channels as I could that were covering the Euro because I just thought it was great that people were doing it, giving it the time and stuff like that because it deserved it and it was great. I say I, I watched a lot of the stuff that you did, a lot of watch alongs that you did, a lot of the shows that you had on the channel, yeah. brilliant stuff. Really enjoyed yeah. it. And that's on top of all the stuff that you was doing before, which has been I great. Think, I well. think well, I was I was planning on a quiet summer, 
that kind of went out yeah. the window. But yeah. well, I think we covered every game except obviously where the final games of the group, where there was two games on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we missed the, the Germany-Denmark game. But apart from that, we, we covered every game in one form or another. And it was totally enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, if you... if you Our, our time off from working or stress or depression, whatever, if you can, for 90 minutes, sit there and immerse yourself and enjoy it... And, yeah, OK, we won, so it was obviously more enjoyable. But yeah, cool. that's what it's all about. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, of course it is. That's exactly what it is about. And, and I suppose, you know, in a way, um, that perhaps leads us on to um, what we're here to talk about, really, which is, of course, the Premier League um, and yeah. uh, in particular, obviously, the game tomorrow. But I want to kind of touch on, really, obviously, that the summer for Leicester, the transfer window, not really been a very productive transfer window for you guys, has it, in a positive sense? Certainly not, is it? Some players gone. No transfers in yet as well. Are you surprised by that? I was, uh, although apparently a 32-year-old ex-Cardiff Huddersfield keeper is coming in as third choice keeper, <laughs> that could be our first signing. Wow. Look, we uh, it, there's a piece that Rob Dorsett did. Um, we all know, you know, works for Sky. Hmm. And he did a really long um, feature on what's going on at Leicester City. And I actually did a whole show just talking through it, reading it, and talking about it. And it is the most sensible thing that I have seen written about Leicester this this transfer window. Look, Leicester City, despite the fact that we have we won the Premier League 15-16, we won the FA Cup, we won the Community Shield, we've been in the European semi-final. Despite that, we are still Leicester City. We are not one of the so-called, and I hate the term, big six, because, you know, you clubs, you're down in eighth, ninth, tenth, you're still considered a big six. <laughs> yeah. We're not one of those. We are in the process of hopefully going to expand the stadium. When we expand our stadium, we expand it to 40,000. That's still approximately half of what Man United mm. can, 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 can take in. So we can't compete on that level. You know, we haven't got... Uh, we've got multi-millionaire, billionaire owners, but they're in this tourism business. And what has been hit badly over two years than um, is tourism. So, obviously, the money's not going to be there. Um, it, <laughs> maybe we would have wanted to. But the main thing is we are allowed to register, as you are, as Man United are, as Newcastle are, 25 players. Mm -hmm. That's what you're allowed to register for the Premier League. Any of the extras, you can say, well, they could play in the FA Cup, they could play in Europe. We're not in Europe next season. So we've got 25. We had 27 players. So we can do one of two things. We can do what Barcelona are doing, buy a load of players up and have them sat there because we can't register them. Or we <laughs> register them, but we drop others out that we're still yeah. paying for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have got a lot of players that are overpaid for what they are, you know, for what they're worth. You know, that that could be you could say was was the problem. You know, a lot of ad adequate players being paid a lot of money. But mm. Schmeichel has gone; he was on a good wage, etc. The other thing we could do is we could do a Leeds United, and that is we could gamble our future on the fact that we'll get into Europe next season. You would hope. 
and I'm going to sound like an Arsenal fan from 12 months ago here. We haven't got Europe. We'll win the Premier League. No, all right. <laughs> I take the piss a little bit, but we could we could gamble on doing yeah. that. That's what Leeds United did. Yeah, they did. And look where they went afterwards. So I don't want to be Barcelona and I certainly don't want to be Leeds United. And if that means that for a couple of seasons we have to sit maybe 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th while we get things on, on top and back on track, as soon as that happens and we have a club at the end of it, than not have a club at the end of it. You know, look at Man United now. They were They were bought by the Glazers $600 million and that was $600 million worth of debt. They've still got $600 million worth of debt. Nothing has been paid off. All the money that they get is raised for by the club. That's how they get the money to make the purchases. We haven't got that pulling power. But what we're trying to do is if we want to be that good on the pitch, we have got to be that good off the pitch as well. That is why we've got one of the best training facilities in the world, not just in the in, in England, in the world. It is amazing. Hundred million pounds. Thank you, Man United and Harry Maguire. You know, that is that is like I say, you know, it will put most Premier League grounds, uh, training grounds to shame. Um, we are gonna have, let's say, the extension to the um to the ground, which will include uh, a hotel. Uh, a flat and accommodation, a fan zone, and an 80,000 seat, sorry, 8,000 seat arena, um, shops, um, cinema. That The whole area is being developed by King Power because they're obviously into buildings as, as well. Mm. And hopefully, by doing that off the pitch, things will improve on the pitch. And if you like, we're almost like a a victim of our own success. Hmm. What fans are like, oh, we got fifth for two seasons, we should be challenging for the top four. We should be challenging. Oh, we uh, didn't say we bottled the top four. We didn't. We did well to get fifth from where we are. Um, and that's that's the be all and end all of it, really. Are we broke? No. And like I say, this is Rob Dorset talking. Do we have money if we wanted to? Yes. But what is the point of putting the club into debt when um we are, you know, <laughs> it would be silly for us to do that. Because remember, this squad, apart from Schmeichel's gone now, this squad was the squad that got us into Europe twice. It's a squad mm. that won us the, um, the the Premier League. It's a squad that won us the Community Shield. Plus, you've got Daka, Sumari, and, and a few others as well. So it isn't a bad squad in itself. Now, obviously, you know, there's this thing that people said, oh, you've got you've got to go and buy. Why have we got to go and buy? Why are we going to buy? We want players, if we buy, that are better than what we've got, hmm. unless we sell somebody. We don't need to sell somebody, you know. We sold Harry Maguire. Is a long answer. You wish you hadn't asked the question now, don't you? <laughs> no, no, it's fascinating stuff, actually. I'm enjoying it. Carry on. We had Harry, you know, Harry Maguire... Knew he was going to go to Man United. We knew it a year before. We had Soren Chewin ready to take his place. Harry Maguire signed a new contract so that we could mm. then ask 80 million for him. Man United, daft enough to pay it. You know, and I'm not saying I mean, when, when he left us, he was a good defender. He was a good England defender. Mm. Uh, he's gone downhill while he's been there. 
Um, ben Chilwell, 50 million. We had Mares, 60 million. We're not selling, this, selling these players because we need to, because we can turn around and say, Nap, you're on a contract, you stay. We're selling because clubs are coming to us and paying us ridiculous money. 60 million for Riyad Mahrez that we paid 625,000 or 425,000 pounds for. Yeah. Harry Maguire paid 90 million, got 80. Ben Chilwell came through the ranks, didn't cost us anything, got 50 million. Mm. So that's why we sell because every player's got his price. Every mm. player. I don't care, Kane, whoever, they've all got their prices. Uh, and we will sell if somebody comes and makes us a ridiculous offer. If you guys were to get your hand out your pocket and get your wallet out and come and say it is 40 million quid, you'd have Tillemans tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. It, you know, we, we are. But if we want to buy players, we've got to buy players better than what we've got. Otherwise, there's no point. There's absolutely mm. no point. And those players that we want are in the 40, 50, 60 million pound price range mm. and like i say at the moment we bought telemans who was what was 40 million but that money that we got from all those sales that i've just said it's been going into sort of building the club i think one of your comment comments said about debt or something there we we have got no more debt than any other club in the premier league yeah there's a comment there it says from russ he says i heard that leicester pay more out in wages against their turnover than any other Premier League club, and I don't know how true that is. I don't know where that information no, is. No, I mean, it might well would, be true. I don't know. If if that was the case, we'd have FFP. I mean, you'd notice that, wouldn't you? Because that's that's kind of what FFP is for, isn't it? I suppose. It is exactly, exactly. We have paid too much for the likes of Chowdhury. We've been paying that and Mendy probably too much money for mm. how good they were. But you know, we were we were a growing club, but we've got owners here. Like I say. You know, why are Man United not being able to buy players? Why are Man City selling players off before mm. they buy new players? Yeah. They've yeah. got room in the squad. They've got to be careful of FFP. But, like I say, you know, new stadium, and it's still only half the size of Man United. We've got to take this step by step by step. And if it takes five, six, seven years, and we're still in the Premier League, but we've not got back into Europe, I don't care. As long as I've got a club to go, look at Derby County. Yeah. You know, yeah. It literally just is, is happening now. They gambled on getting into the playoffs. It didn't work. Got points deducted. They're down to the third tier. Look how long it took um, Leeds United to get back to where they are. Mm. Years because of, of them gambling. Now, I'm sorry. I don't want my club to be a Leeds United. I certainly don't want them to be a Barcelona why are they paying all those millions of pounds for players? And why are clubs selling players to Barcelona? Because where are they get their bloody money from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a short answer. I do apologize, but well, no, I mean, to be honest, you, you put it like that, and in a way, that kind of um, it makes me kind of realize a little bit, you know, because obviously we are, as you mentioned, that we don't like to, to, to call it the top six. I don't like to call it the top six, but that's what it's called. That's what it's known as. And we are yeah. one of those top six clubs, if you like, even though we haven't always finished in the top six in recent years, as, mm. as, you, as you rightly said. Um, it's almost like we feel as fans of Arsenal, 
if we were to, you know, maybe we don't have that patience because we're asked or where we've come from, the success that we've had. And then, you know, what you're saying there actually makes perfect sense. And sometimes you maybe have to take a step back and say, you know what? You know, we want to build a something that's going to be sustainable in the future, which is kind of what Arsenal are trying to do in a different kind of way, maybe. Um, I think you are. But it makes sense. It it actually makes sense. When you put it like that, it actually makes sense. For a club like Leicester, that yes, you've had a lot of success in recent years that you couldn't have ever dreamed of 10, 15 years ago. And that must have been great to experience all that. But ultimately, as you mentioned at the beginning, you're Leicester City. You know, you're not Manchester United. You're not Liverpool. You're not Arsenal. You don't have that history. And you can maybe afford to do that. Take a back seat and finish mid-table for two or three years. If Arsenal do that, there's a major crisis. We get rid of the manager. We Everybody's up in arms and there's, there's riots going on outside. Really? Really? I, I would never have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is it, isn't it? And this is the difference, yeah. isn't it? And maybe in a way that actually, to me, that's quite refreshing because I... I don't really understand what that must be like from a fan's perspective because I know I would feel if Arsenal said, said to us, we're not going to spend any money in the next free transfer windows because we're going to build something that's going to last for the next 25 years. But don't worry, we're not going to be in Europe. We're going to be mid-table. There would be absolute chaos at Arsenal on the back of that. And there Arsenal can't been. get away with that, really, to that no, extent, can no. they? Whereas Leicester... Our, our fans, you know, some of our fans are now saying, like I said, you know, oh, why aren't we in the top five? That's yeah. where we should be. Well, yeah, no, we, yeah. we've no right to be there. Yeah, 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 we've right. no right to be in the top four or whatever. It's all where we are, where the table places us, which is where we should be yeah. from our performances. Now, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've got a few, you know, uh, and you include yourself, a few Arsenal fans on, on here. And um, I, Luke, I was on, his, on one of his chats a while ago. Yeah. And he said, like, um, you know, we... I said, you know, why are you moaning? He said, well, I want to see progression. Mm. And I'm saying, yes, but you've gone from eighth to being in Europe this season. Yes, but I want to be in the Champions League. Well, you may be, but it'll take maybe a little bit longer, but you've got progression. I want to sign decent players. You've got, you know, you have been doing. Oh, well, they're not the players I want. Well, I tell you what, Arteta will ring you up and say, "Is it all right?" <laughs> this player moving forward, and I was getting so much abuse on his channel off his uh, off his off his watchers. And then he said, "But Chris, he said, when do you think we'll actually win? You know, when we'll be able to win the Premier League again?" And it's it's been. I have a joke thing on my channel, the Daily Arsenal. I have a Daily Tottenham as well, so I'm not showing favoritism. <laughs> eighteen years, eighteen months, and it like that. Eight since you yeah, since last yeah. won the Premier League. And I said, you know, it took Liverpool 30 years to win the Premier League again. And when they stopped winning, they'd been a hell of a lot more successful club than Arsenal had been up to that their, their last trophy. Liverpool were like... Yeah. They won uh, European Champions League and all exactly, kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Those of us that are old enough to remember. The problem is a lot of these youngsters that support clubs now only remember the Premier League years. Yeah. yeah. You know, and... What what Man United achieved under Fergie cannot be is fantastic. He was you know he was an unbelievable manager, and what he did at that 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 club was amazing. But before he went, they were no 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 better than Arsenal are now or Tottenham are now. No, no, it wasn't. You're right. You know, so it it is, and I say I I know Leicester fans are getting like well you know we were there we should be there again. Uh, you know, all I will say is Derby County. <laughs> I don't, will not want to go down that route. 
No, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably the right... Overall, it is probably the sensible approach, isn't it? I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I mean, unfortunately, we live. We do live in a society now where everybody wants everything straight away, instantly. You want instant this, instant that. Yes. And, you know, I know that I've maybe found the last few years watching Arsenal quite difficult because I've seen how great we, we were not that long ago. Yeah, 18 years, as you mentioned. It, it seems a long time ago. To me, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it is no. a long time. But, 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 but would you, you know, sooner be having watched that for the last couple of seasons or would you sooner have been watching Everton for the last couple of seasons? Oh, without, yeah, you're right, of course. Of course know, yeah. Yeah, that, that's another good point as well, and I, I, and I totally agree. But unfortunately, I suppose it's difficult sometimes to get yourself out of your little kind of bubble, if you yeah. like. And because, you know, because we've seen a lot of, um, well, certainly Arsenal fans of a certain age have seen a lot of really great teams, a lot of great success. Yeah. And it's 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 an amazing experience. I mean, you'll know what it's like. You know, you, you guys won the Premier League a lot more recently than we have. And it's a great feeling, isn't it, when you see your captain lift that trophy? And, yeah, exactly, that, that trophy there. That's, the That's what it looks like, guys. Our one's gold, though. We've got a gold on, don't forget. No one else has got one of them. So, oh, OK, yeah. OK. If you, want compare, if you want to compare trophies, that's fine. We can, we can go there. <laughs> But, um, but no, you know, it's, it's a great feeling, and, and as a fan, yeah. you, there's nothing better, is it, than seeing your team win the big trophies. And when you've experienced that, and then you stop experiencing it because your team goes through that downward spiral, which happens to everybody. No one wins things all the time. No. It, sometimes it takes you, you, you know, you've got to get used to that again, haven't you? And you know, we've 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 been in this situation for quite a while now, and it's it's. Um, yeah, it's, it is a cycle and we are building something, I believe, for the future. Maybe in four or five years' time, we may be enjoying similar moments again. Let's hope so. I think you will. I mean, I... And it's easy for Arsenal me to say... And a different, we're in a different place, aren't we? We've always been in a different place, Arsenal and Leicester. Let's, let's be honest, haven't we? Yes. You know, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, in recent years, you've maybe gone above us slightly in terms of league positions. You've won trophies that we haven't managed to win and stuff like mm. that. So, you know, it's kind of... Um, goes in circles, but ultimately, where Arsenal should or Arsenal as historically should be, and where Leicester historically should be, are not the same, are they? And the expectations at the clubs no. and the fans no. are different, and I suppose we have to totally. Accept that. And, I, and I get that, you know. What I think I struggle with is, and like I say, it's very, very easy for me to uh, look, you know, look out at your club and comment in your club when I don't really, you know, know what mm. what's going on. But I just think, you know, if 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 Arteta goes and wins you the Premier League this season, that half your fan base will still want him out. If we if you win a game oh, three nil, so. it's oh we should have won it six nil. No, I don't I, know what that guy has got I to mean, do. I think maybe you're right to a certain to a certain extent. I do think if I I mean I have never been a massive um I've never been massively um confident that Arteta is the man that we needed to take us forward on the pitch. Off the pitch, maybe he's doing some great things. On the pitch, I'm not been convinced by him. Obviously, if we if he was to lead us to win the Premier League, if it's this season, next season, or at any time while he's manager of the club, then for me, he'll go up there with all the other legends of Arsenal, Arsenal, Wenger, George Burns, all that kind of stuff. Brilliant. I'll, I'll love the guy, right? Um, and that's because um, I'll be able to see, getting rewards out of, of what he's done. You can see that mm. there's actual something there to, to, to show for it. And at the moment, it's been we've been very up and down since he's been manager. I know there's been issues behind that. But I mean, I, I would, you know, I'm... I'm not going to say that I want Arteta to, to, to go. We've improved in the last year than we, than we was a year before. And if we continue to make progress, that's great. If we don't, we spent a lot of money on transfers. You know, you talked about transfers before. We spent a lot of money mm -hmm. in the transfer. This, this transfer window last summer, 
we you need to get something back from that. The club needs to get something back from that to either be in the Champions League or to be winning trophies or certainly challenging to win trophies. I mean, Terry's put a good point in the chat there and he says, um, it's not winning the Premiership. It's the season starts when you're in with a chance of winning it. And that's for me, that's exactly what it is. It's a, believe it's the hope that, that kills start. us, isn't it? It's the hope it's, that it kills that's us. Exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I, I, I would like to feel that we've got a chance of winning something this season. And I think we have. Probably not the Premier League, if I'm honest. I don't no. think we can win the Premier League. But I think we've got a chance in one of the three cups. You, that are in. Well, I believe you've got to look at all... A manager can't just come in because he's a big name... And do miracles. No. Louis no. Van Gaal, World Cup winner. We beat them 5 3. Yeah. And I could literally go through every single Man United manager. But, yeah. you know, you guys want, and I'm saying this now to, to, to fans because some fans are getting a little bit like, oh, with, with, with Brendan Rodgers. I was going to go yes, to that, actually. Yeah. 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 And some of his decisions in certain games, you got a question, but like I say, we will come on to that. But I say, be careful what you wish for. I, you know, you wanted rid of Wenger. I didn't personally, but the no, 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 no. I'm saying as a as a fan base, you wanted you tend, mostly wanted Wenger out. Well, where are you now? You know, uh, I used to work for my sins at Blackburn Rovers Football Club. Wow. Well, okay. And they had got uh, they were owned by Jack Walker. He'd pump the money in. He'd put the millions in that, that got them to the trophy and win the Premier League. And they got taken over by the Venkis, Indian chicken farmers. Yes. And he, the, the crowd didn't like the manager they had at the time, who was Sam Allardyce. He'd got them mid-table, which again, you know, this is Blackburn we're talking about. He'd got them yeah, kind of mid-table, yeah. but the fans didn't want him. So the Venkis, being new, wanted to please the fans. Okay, let's sack him. And they put his... I can't remember what his name was now, but they put his assistant in charge. Mm. They went down and down and down, and they've never got back. So, as I say, always, guys, be careful what you wish for because the grass is not always no, green. No, I agree. I, I agree with that, actually. You do have to be careful what you wish for. And I was saying that at the time when everybody wanted Wenger out. And, yes, maybe his time had come up anyway. Yeah. You know, he was getting on in eight years. He'd been at Arsenal mm. for years, and maybe it was the right time anyway. But... Even in maybe in the five years before that, when everybody was saying Wenger out, Wenger out, I, I was kind of saying, "Be careful what you wish for," because they 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 will be, and they will probably always be the greatest era for to be an Arsenal fan that we'll ever experience, probably ever. Yes. I would say. I mean, hopefully there's no. But I don't think anybody but, will. Although I know some Arsenal fans are saying you will this season, uh, but and you, I don't think any club will ever match what you did going through that season and beaten. No, and all those yeah. other, even I mean that was that was the accumulation of it. But I mean, even in the sort of eight, ten years before that under Wenger, we we were playing great football, winning trophies, challenges. Oh, you were a great from a neutral's team. point of view. Yeah, you were a great team to watch. Bergkamp, it, was, it was great times. It was great times to be an Arsenal fan, and we'll never, we'll probably never experience that again. Probably ever. If you talk, if you say to any Leicester fan, "Oh, Leicester are playing Arsenal," they will always mention the three-three at Filbert Street under the lines. Yeah, I was at that game. That was Berg, Bergkamp was on fire. I think he got a hat trick yeah, that that he did day. Get a hat trick, yeah. And I, I, I speak to um, Matt Elliott, who was a, who was the defender. He got a goal against you, but he, he was he also the goalkeeper that had the ball flicked over his head. And he said, said if I yeah. could have punched the guy, I would have done. But he said, I just had to stand yeah. there and go, wow. <laughs> he said, I'm, was... I'm, even now, all these years later, I'm still annoyed by the fact that 
Burkham got that great hat trick. He, he got that third goal and he's like you said, he chipped it over Matt Elliott said scored. And then yeah. I'm still annoyed that Leicester equalised after that in injury time. That still annoys me now because we should have won that game. And it was, you know, that hat trick deserved to be in a winning team, not deserved to get a draw. And us conceding that goal in the last few seconds of that game. I mean, Burkamp third goal was in the 94th minute or something. And well, I was going to say, you got one in extra time. Yeah. And in the 96th minute, Leicester scored equalised. I, I just thought that was, in, it was in, it was unfair for, for Burkamp's performance. I, not I to be the winning team. And I was annoyed. I'm still annoyed about that now all these years <laughs> later, actually. But I had um I had Steve Walsh on my channel last he, last he was him that scored it, wasn't it? It was Steve yeah, Walsh that scored yeah, it. It yeah. was, yeah, that's right. And I said to him at the end, I always remember the scenes, there was him and Ian Wright were literally yeah. like, come on then, you know, come yeah. on, got sort yeah. of thing. And I yeah. said to him, I always said, like, would you have? And he just looked at me and he went, Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, right, I would have probably said the same. Ten, he right, he said, to do that, didn't he? Ten minutes like, later, we're in the dressing room, you have a drink afterwards, yeah, and, you know, it's when you just come off the pitch. A great, great game that was. Great game. It was a great game. It was a that great was probably game. the closest you came to losing your invincible tag that season. No, that was that was a great game, and obviously, um, yeah. yeah, it was. I remember that equaliser right at the end, and that was annoying. But um, Trolls in the chat there saying five 0 to the Arsenal. Well, why not be optimistic? That's what I like to see. Um, and Trolls also says there, Arteta is perfect for the transition Arsenal is in right now. Maybe that's true. Maybe he's perfect for it. We'll have to see. I think, how it works I think out. he could be a bit like Eddie Howard, Newcastle. Is the manager that does it now that takes them to that? Exactly, but then somebody yeah. comes and then in. someone else comes in and yeah. takes it further on. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Russell said there it's uh, Steve Keane was the Blackburn manager. That's it. Yeah. To that's Steve the Keane, one. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I do remember that. And obviously, we we know where Blackburn have been all the way down to. So it just goes to show, as you said, be careful what you wish for. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of what you wish for, I mean, obviously, you've uh, you know you've got a little tag there. Tielemans is ours. I mean, you know, we're <laughs> kind of wishing um, and wanting Tielemans to, to come to Arsenal. A lot of Arsenal fans, I, I certainly wouldn't mind uh, wouldn't mind if that was the case. I mean, um, do you think that um, we're going to get him this window, or, or do you think maybe we're going to? I know there's been talk that we may be waiting to try and get him on a free next year when his contract's up. He, he wants to leave. He's made that quite clear. He's not going to sign a new contract. So, do you think? You know, I suppose it's down to what are Arsenal going to offer the money that you want. I said right at the start, didn't I? If you got your wallet out and came and paid us forty million pounds, you'd, you'd have it the that. day after. We're not going to do it. No, well, that. you know, if you're not going to pay for him, you you can't expect to get him. No, um, no, no I agree. The thing is, yes, he has got a year left. Um, yes, he has refused to sign a new contract. However, when you look at him, when you look at his attitude as he's playing, there's mm. no way is that a player that is unhappy. So he's not no. wanting to leave us because he's unhappy. Now, Leicester, in the big scheme of things, last season, Leicester did not have a bad season. We finished eighth and we got to a European semi-final. We had 30 injuries during the season, nine of which were to defensive players. And yet we still managed to come eighth, one place off Europe, and we still got to a European semi-final. However, Tielemans was not playing because of those injuries. In the If Tielemans had been playing in that role in the FA Cup final, he would not have scored that goal. He was having to play a more defensive role because of the lack of players. Now, yeah. uh, 
had he had this occurred last this time 12 months ago a lot more clubs not just arsenal would have been in for him hmm. but you know when a player and a team doesn't have a particularly good season in the eyes of people suddenly they're not queuing up for him yeah. suddenly there's only yeah. arsenal That's, this is the arsenal that arsene wenger used to manage monaco where we got him from yeah it's true yeah this yeah. is the, this is you know arsene wenger allegedly inquired about signing him when he was your manager mm. he likes london he likes arsenal there is no reason why he won't come to you if you did get that checkbook out so yeah. the options are oh, leicester at some point are going to say two weeks to go who the hell are we going to get in now you've left it too late we you know we've got to sell yes well we've not got to sell we don't have to sell he's got a year left on his contract hmm. but you're not giving us a chance to get anybody else in so no sorry you're not having him now hmm. and then we take that gamble is Tillemans that he could do one of two things he could do what harry Maguire did he could do what hamza chowdhury has just done hamza chowdhury has gone to watford on a season-long loan with an option to buy but he's only got a season left of his contract. So Watford could have, at the end of that season on loan, got him on a free. But he turned around and said, well, look, you know, you've developed me. You've brought me through from, from nothing. I'm going to sign a year's extension, which will mean that you will get some money if Watford decide to buy me. It's what mm -hmm. Harry Maguire did, like I said earlier, at Man United. Yeah, the Telemans yeah. could very easily do that and sign a one-year contract. If he doesn't, what Leicester will have to decide is keeping him and risk losing him on a free could be worth it if we qualify for Europe. Because if we qualify for Europe, we're going to get so many million. Hmm. Now, 25 million is what you know the people are saying that you know you, you, you're hovering around. I don't know, but would we get more than 25 million if we got into Europe? I'm, I'm probably not far off, to be honest with you. So it could almost be worth us having that gamble. And, you know, we lost Slimani because we said we let him go on a free and we paid 30 million for him. So we wrote 30 million off there. So we will do it if we need to. So basically, you're not holding us to ransom. You no, come, no. If you come to us a week before, we, could, we will more than likely say go. Because if we've not got anybody ready to come in, why would we sell like yeah, i say yeah, yeah. maybe losing to you in a year's time for nothing he might break his leg he might be ruled out of football for the rest of it i hope he's not blessing um but that's the gamble you're taking and that's the gamble we're taking but what you've got to remember yeah. is leicester will not blink first we didn't with maguire we didn't with chilwell we didn't with mares mares went on strike because we wouldn't let him go Mares was sat on the, the airport yes. floor at Paris yeah, Airport waiting yeah. for his agent to ring him and tell him which plane to get on to go and sign a contract. And we still didn't let him go. He didn't go for another season. But we finally got the 60 million for him. So it's a game of poker. We're not going to blink first. You need to decide what you wanted to do. If you came in, like, well, okay, I was saying 40, but even if you came in with 25 now, you'd probably get him. He wants to go to you. 
He wants yeah, to play for us. That's, that's the annoying thing. If we don't if we don't sign him, I'll be annoyed for that reason because we know how much he wants to play for Arsenal. I mean, Gunnar for Life there says 25 million is a good deal. Yeah, I think it probably is. Or he says there may be 15 million plus Ainsley Maitland-Niles. There you go. That's a good little replacement for you. Ainsley no, 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 no. 20, 25 million plus Saka maybe. <laughs> we'll, then, then we'll talk. Well, no, I mean, no, let, no, let's no, be honest no, with no. you. And I said this when there was rumours about uh, us getting Leno at one point. Why does any club want another club's rejects? If so all all, all not, players are rejects, aren't they? If you look at it like that, anyone you sign's a reject from somebody. Well, no, because you've gone to them. You know, they they've not offered him to you. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah no, so, and it, and I'm not being awful. If a player is not good enough to get into Arsenal's first team, really, I wouldn't want them because your team's not been brilliant for the last couple of seasons. Uh, and no, I know you've had to get rid of a lot of Deadwood, etc. And I'm not being patron, um, patronising to Arsenal or anything, but we want good players. You know what I mean? And but like I say, it, it's there. What you've got to worry about is if he stays another season, even if he doesn't sign a contract and he has a brilliant season and he somehow manages to get us into the Europa League, there are going to be bigger clubs than Arsenal queuing up for him. Because there was before. There will be the Real Madrid's, there will be the Barcelona's, there will be, you know, possibly the Manchester City's, I do not know. But, do you mm, know, I just... Cool. You you will kick yourselves then because I tell you what if yeah. if Real Madrid come knocking on the door and Arsenal no disrespect where would you go well you'd probably go to Arsenal well I would I'd, I'd go to Arsenal for free but that's just me yeah, and that's yeah. Because I'm quite, but I'm you get my point don't yeah, you no I get, get you. I, I, 100%, 100%. I mean you know it's it's you know you're saying about kicking us I mean to be honest with you if we get to September the first and we haven't signed Telemans or September the second because I think the window finishes on the first I will mm. be I will think it's a missed opportunity because as you say. He wants to come. If we yeah. put a, a decent enough bid in, the club will probably accept it in the circumstances. But knowing Arsenal, we'll wait until deadline day at like 10, 11 o'clock at night and then leave Leicester in a position where they haven't got a replacement so they can't afford to sell him. So they won't. Yeah. And, and um, you know, we'll be in that situation. Whereas what we should do is we should do it now. We should make an offer now so that you will be more willing to sell, as you say, because you've got time to get someone else in. Yeah. We could maybe try and offer you some of our players. We've got two or three that are going to be going out on loan or going somewhere. We can throw a couple into the deal, get it done. I mean, I joke and about whatever. I know in a couple of seasons ago, Brendan Rodgers was interested in it. He was, yeah, that's right. I yeah, remember, and, you, yeah. and you wouldn't let him come to us, if I remember. No, I wouldn't at the time, no. I don't know why, no. actually, because he's hardly played since. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. He's hardly played for us, he did go on loan. But yeah, I mean, I know, and I can't remember who it is, but there is somebody that we are allegedly keeping an eye on as a possible replacement. Now we've got time to go and, and, and negotiate that. Mm. Two days last day one hour before the window closes we're not and like no, i yeah. say he isn't he has he's actually said i'm not unhappy at leicester if i have to stay at leicester another season i won't be unhappy mm. no no I, i'm sure he wouldn't be and i'm sure that um, he's not one of those he's not a player like sort of players, fighting to leave i say he's not a no, stroppy no. mares you know no no, no but, I, I agree yeah. guys it, it's down to you you know um it is. I don't it want is. to lose him. No, you know, he's won us our first FA Cup. I was, I watched that with my son on the telly, crying at the end of it, and I turned around 
and so was he. <laughs> it was one of the, and that was yeah. because of Tillemans. I would wish him luck. I would wish him luck. But the thing with Arsenal, and the thing that pisses Leicester City fans off, is like all this Madison talk last season, and yeah. he never even put a bid in for him. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, I've heard, or a lot of people are saying, and Rogers has said it not so long ago, now whether this has changed, that you've not spoken to him about Tielemans. You've spoken to his agent, you maybe agreed deals, but have you come to the club and made us an offer? Allegedly, no. But I don't know how true that is. Well, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll find out in the next couple of weeks, won't we? Because um, yeah. you know, if, if if he comes to Arsenal, then we know it hasn't. If he doesn't, then obviously we didn't do enough. Um, Troll says, if um, Laconga goes to Italy, which there's talk of maybe on loan, uh, then I'm sure Arsenal will go and get Tillemans. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if... We Laconga leaves the club, another midfield player, and I'm sure we will buy it, bring someone in, whether it's Tielemans or somebody else. We'll have to wait and see, but yeah, but no, I imagine that, that will be key, probably. A question for you though, because I don't know Laconga is he good, is he bad? Why is he going to loan somebody out to then spend more money to bring somebody in? That isn't necessarily good, unless he, you know he's young, he needs to be, yeah, he is out. young. I mean, Lacombe was right. young, he had his first season last year. We bought him in, um, from Anderlecht, and he, he didn't really get a regular place in the team. He was still adapting to English football, he did okay, he's got potential. Um, but mm. maybe Arsenal feel as though maybe a year out on loan, a bit yeah, like with I, 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 I get that totally, I just didn't know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, and, and that may be the case with, with Lukonga because he's probably not going to, he's not a player that you could put straight into the Premier League regularly now. He, he played the odd game and he, 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 will, he will get better, but maybe mm. if Arsenal look at that, get him out on loan for a year, bring somebody in such as Telemans who can come straight into the team and improve us, that would be maybe a, a good deal. Um, Charles yeah. made another interesting point there. He says, um, Perez and Little Mozart, obviously, and Rosicki, they chose Arsenal over Real Madrid. But Arsenal were in a different place in them days, wasn't they? Let's be honest. Arsenal were in a, in a much better place. So you can maybe understand why um, that was perhaps the case then. But I, I, obviously, Arsenal was still a, a massive proposition for any player, I think. You've still, um, got, the, you've still got the name. Yeah. Um, but you've got to be careful. Man United have a name. And yet, their, their number one transfer target at the moment doesn't even want to go to them. So, yeah, you've got well, to yeah. be careful. You can't no, rely you on your name yeah, yeah. forever. No, 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 I agree. You can't always rely on your name. But I, I do still feel that Arsenal are attractive. You know, I think that to certain oh, yeah. players with a certain style, and you know, and and I I still think that that's the case. Yeah, I mean, if Real Madrid came in with a big offer, then obviously that makes a massive difference, doesn't it? I guess. But ultimately, yeah. I still think Arsenal can. You know, there's not many players that turn Arsenal down, really, when it comes down to it. Yes, yeah, some have, but ultimately. Yeah, but I mean, was that? We don't know how serious all that was. He did, to be fair, and um, I've never really forgiven him for that either. Actually, but anyway, two meetings—that's um, how serious you were about him. Yeah, I mean, I suppose at the time we were, um, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose he did sort of turn Arsenal down, but not many players do, really. When Arsenal come knocking, as I think someone said, there, when Arsenal you, come you, knocking, you, you, you are seen still as a big club. You've got a big name, but uh, but like you say, you know, so had Manchester United. So yeah, no, no, I think things know. change in football very quickly, and and you mm. know we'll see. But well, I mean, you know, we've we've certainly bought some good players this summer, so I think we're still an attractive proposition. Um, as Troll oh, yeah. says there, he says, disagree yeah. on that. Um, I dare say now we are one of the best clubs in the world to join as a young player. I think as a young player, 100%, because you've seen now the young players that we've got, the development that we've given them. So, yeah, I'm sure a lot of young players will jump at the chance and hopefully a few more experienced players as well. So we can actually get 
a really well-balanced squad that can challenge on all the four fronts that we want to challenge for um, this season. But, but we'll, we'll see, obviously, long season, long way to go. Um, I mean, obviously, um, we've got uh, that game tomorrow. What, what did you make of your first game last week against Brentford? Because obviously you started well, got, two, got a two-goal lead, looked as though you were going to be getting a nice opening day victory and then... Brentford came back in and got a draw in the end. I mean, what did you make of Leicester's performance overall? Because it looked good at times and also maybe a little bit sloppy at other times. I didn't see the game live. I saw the highlights. It, I did a watch along. It was a tale of two halves, literally. And I know that's a pun, but, you know, yeah. it was. That first half, we we had, they had all those injuries last season, but for the last four or five games, basically everybody was back. And we were beating Southampton by four, Norwich by mm. five, Watford by four. We even got a draw with Chelsea, and that showed us that like, when all the you know the main team are back, we we still had, you know because we were struggling to beat those teams early on in the season, mm. and we started that first half, and I watched that and said, God, this is like the Leicester in the you know FA Cup winning season. We were passing it mm. around. We were we looked really really good, and then. The second half kicked off. We got a goal. We got a goal after. I hadn't even, I hadn't even got my stream back up and working and we scored a goal. Um, the It just... Whilst I believe, you know, Rogers, I want Rogers to stay. He's a great coach. Sometimes, and you'll know this with Arteta, you sit there and you think, what, what is that doing? substitution? What yeah, the hell yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And you know, he said he brought Dakar on to um to placate, you know, Brentford's um substitutions. And then he was mm. saying, Well, it got really, really hot and it was players were, you know, getting a bit tired. We've got five fucking foot substitutes for God's sake. Yeah. You made yeah. one, you know. <laughs> um yeah. so you you saw both sides of Leicester in, in 90 minutes there. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, which which type of Leicester do you think is going to turn up tomorrow at the Emirates? We always play well against you. We don't always get the results. In fact, very rarely do we get the results. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's when, when, when you win, when you beat us, you usually end up celebrating like you've won the title in the dressing room afterwards. But um, <laughs> got to say that. Just got to say that. No, no, that's, that's a fair comment. Um, I think uh, that 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 was what won us the title. That picture because we stuck that up in our dressing room, and that's all they looked at week in week out. Thinking if that's how Arsenal felt having beaten us in the last minute of the game, then yeah. we no, no, you're, no, you're right. But, I mean, I, I never think anyone should celebrate too much until you've won something, not just because no, you've won a game. But anyway, no. that's that's something we've done a few times, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I forgot what the question was. Now I do apologise. Which Leicester do you think are coming to the Emirates oh. tomorrow? The one from the first half of last week or the one from the second half? I think it'll be the one from the first half, simply because we do play better against the, 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 the top six sides. Because you let us play. Mm. You give Vardy the space at the back that he loves. And he likes getting a goal against you. You know, same with Spurs. He does. He does. Where, where the, the other clubs tend to maybe pat the defence out, don't give them the space. Because of the way that, you know, the City, the Liverpools, the United, the Arsenal, Spurs, whatever, mm. Chelsea play, you give us the space and it means we can play. That doesn't mean necessarily that I think we will win it. But I just think, you know, and sometimes you've got to look at it and go, yeah, we lost, but it was a good performance. We did our best. 
Hmm. No, no, you're right. And I mean, to be honest with you, you know, your record away at Arsenal has been very poor, hasn't it? I mean, I know you did win a couple of seasons ago, but other than that, is that the only win you've had since the early 70s, I think it is? So it isn't one of your happiest hunting grounds, is it? We, over we, the years, we've played each other 32 times in the Premier League. Uh, we've won five, one away from home. So that, that yeah. says it all. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, exactly. it's almost one of those games, and I said this on my preview the other night. It's almost one of those games where we go, yeah, we're not going to win this, so let's just let's just play the game and, and move on to the next game. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's still. I mean, to be honest, I don't know how that works really because you know we've got a poor record against certain clubs, and this is like over a number of years where it's different players, different managers, everything, and you still can't get a result against that team. It's just strange how them records kind of go, doesn't it? It just seems well, as obviously. When we won the Premier League, league, and you still beat us twice, for God's sake. You, well, yeah, you had lost three games, and two of them were against us. I know. I don't exactly. Know exactly. You know, crazy, so, crazy stuff. Yeah. It's just like we'll say you're just one of them teams, maybe that we just love, love playing against, and it just seems to work for us for whatever reason it is. Oh, um, anyway, just, you, just remember. We've, we've got a friend of yours in the chat, Terry. Uh, Terry, hey, hey, Terry. Hey, um, and Terry says there, uh, who agrees? Pride comes before a fall. Yeah, absolutely right, it does. Um, Troll says there, uh, I think Leicester will struggle without Casper in goal. Obviously, I mean, that's a big loss, isn't it? Because Casper is, has been a uh, remarkable the loss. Not the loss that it would have been three or four seasons ago. Really? Yeah. He, we, I did a show, um, it was unfilling enough just before the Women's Euro started. And it was a snog, marry, avoid type of show. So a keep, sell, loan. Yeah, yeah. For all, for all the first teamers, first team squad. And I said, sell Casper. Whilst last season what? we did not have a particularly brilliant defence, because like I said, they were all injured at some point or another. So it was a case of, you know, that to be introduced to each other before every game, because it was a diff the formation depended on how many fit defenders we'd got. <laughs> but Casper, for me, was not... He, he wouldn't come off his line. And we conceded so many from corners because he was mm. stood on his line and refused to come out. Danny Ward, £12 million from Liverpool. Yes, he hasn't played in the Premier League, but he's a Welsh international goalkeeper. And yeah, you can joke, it's only Wales and what have you. He's never let us down when he's played in the Cups for us. He's a brilliant penalty stopper, just like Casper was. No, I'm not. I'm sorry to see him go. If he was here now, I'd have his babies. Don't get me wrong. You know, everything he's done for us. He loves the club. I mean, you know, the fact he nearly, when we had the tragic accident with our owner, he had to be held back from going into the flames to try and get him out. He is Leicester through and through. Hmm. Go and have three good seasons in the south of France, topping your tan up, Casper. They're, they're in Europe next season. Enjoy it, go out with a bang. But many, many years ago, we had a goalkeeper called Gordon Banks. You may have heard mm. of him. Yeah. Well, for those of you under 40, ask your parents or see who, see who was in the 1966 World Cup winning team. And we had a young goalkeeper who came along and said, yeah, I, I want more game time. I'll, can you put me on the transfer list? And they actually ended up putting Gordon Banks on the transfer list and selling him. And that young goalkeeper was Peter, Peter Shaw. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you have to say it's time for players to move on. Mm. And, I, you know, every time a goal is going to be conceded, you're going to get, oh, Casper would have got that. Or, you know, we're going to get that all the time. Casper could not have got to either of those two goals that Brentford scored 
they weren't down to Ward at all. No. Great goalkeeper. I, I'm a big, huge fan of Ward. Everson will step up to be the number two, hopefully, probably for the cup games. We've got this 32-year-old in that used to play for Cardiff and Huddersfield as a third choice because one uh, Rogers likes three goalkeepers, and it allows the other our young third choice to go off on loan somewhere. Yeah, no, no, it does. Um, Terry says uh, he says we have a team that's played together for moons. Indeed, you do. Arsenal uh, beat a team last week with all their new boys. Tomorrow would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've got a bit of a new new look team to a certain degree, and you've obviously got a quite a settled settled team, apart from obviously your goalkeeper. Um, Terry says, are you raving about um, Saliba? Um, let's see how he copes with the speed of Vardy. Well, yeah, I mean, let's see how he does cope with Vardy because it's a different um, a different threat to what we had to face last week against Crystal Palace. Saliba's a young boy, just first game in the Premier League last week. He, he did really well. Um, but yeah, it's another big test for him. Um, Troll says, um, off I go. Good good chat, guys. No, thanks for tuning in. I hope, you, uh, hope you're well. Look forward to, to, to seeing you again very soon. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, um, it's good that you're kind of think you can cope okay without uh, without Casper in goal for you this season. But we'll, I suppose we'll see how that works. I suppose about Europe as well, you've got less games anyway, haven't you, to, to deal with this yeah, season? Yeah, and like I say, it's not... No, he's been at that club, I think it's four or five seasons now, maybe maybe three or four. So it's not like he doesn't know the club. It's not like the players don't know him. They've yeah, been playing yeah, with him day in, day out on the, you know, on the training field. So yeah, yeah. it's not like bringing somebody completely new in. I've I've got I've got faith in 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 uh, Danny Ward and I think he will do well unless he lets in five tomorrow against you then I'm going to be sold <laughs> you know <laughs> well we'll see yeah I mean be interesting how that goes won't it um, Terry yeah. says uh, Saliba is rapid uh, the old boy won't be able to keep up Vardy retires at six pm tomorrow night well it'll be five pm won't it because the game finishes at five pm because it's a three o'clock kickoff. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, but uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I mean, um, before we finish, I know you've got a shoot-off, you've got another show coming up. Um, yeah. What is your prediction then for tomorrow's game, the big game at the Emirates at three o'clock? I will never predict against my club. No, no. That is why I came bottom of the predict. I do a prediction league with the ex-players and uh, there's myself and Craig, a co-presenter. Uh, we do say this prediction league. And last season, because I didn't... Uh, predictive <laughs> we wouldn't win many games I didn't get many points I was bottom so I'm not going to predict a Arsenal win but I wouldn't be surprised I've gone 1-1 one, one, uh, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys more in hope than <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect anybody to to back against their own club, no matter who, no. who you're playing against. I mean, if we were playing Manchester City or Liverpool, I would still predict that we wouldn't lose, just because that's yeah. what you did as a fan, don't you? But and I, we have, we know, we have bands with Arsenal fans. I'm sure I'm going to on the Arsenal channel. I'm going on to next. He's very much Arteta out, but it, it's. I respect you, you know, and we have to have a look at history. Thirty-two games played, like I say, five wins. I mean, you know that. That kind of some clubs you play, like you said earlier, are just like that. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And maybe that's you know, I, I do feel that we're in a good place at the minute. We had a good pre season, we had a decent win away at Palace last week. I think it's a good time for us. You know, I, I'm not necessarily saying that you're in disarray, but you've maybe had a few issues going on behind the scenes with the transfers and you know, losing a few players and what have you. So it could be a good time for us to be playing you guys at the Emirates tomorrow. I think we'll start massive favourites to win. Um, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we do win. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be uh, as comfortable as some people have predicted, but I think we will win. Um, 
maybe two or three nil, just because I think we're in a really good place. I think Jesus is going to be on fire for his first game at the Emirates. So um, I do expect Arsenal to win, but we'll see. Terry's I gone think, for five nil. He says uh, five nil. He says to Arsenal, we had a five nil earlier as well. I'm not sure it's going to be quite as comfortable as that, if I'm honest. I hope it is. It'd be nice, but I'm not convinced it will be. I think it'll be a <laughs> difficult game, but I think we're just in a good run of form at the minute. We're playing well. And I think we've is got some goals. Is, is that our keeper that he's saying is out for three weeks? Yeah, with a bad back for picking the ball out of the net, I think is what he means. Oh, you know, because he's going to keep picking the ball out of the net, isn't he? Five times when all the goals go. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I walked into that one, didn't I? You did a little bit, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but no, but, yeah. It, it's. Tony's yeah, gone for three nil as well. Tony's predictions three nil. Yeah, I, I kind of think maybe three nil. I yeah. think you'll have a good season. Um... You know, I don't think you're going to win it. I, no, I, I, no. I, I, I've got you for coming fourth, to be honest with you. Um, okay, I'll, I'll take fourth if we win the Europa yeah, League or something. It'll be yeah. nice. I'll quite yeah. happy with I, 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 you know, I've, 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 you know, and I think, yeah, we have banter, but I think, I think, I think you're going to end up, you know, in the in the top four next season. I think there are yeah, three better good. teams, unfortunately. But no, um, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I do tend to agree with you. I'll be happy with fourth, actually, because I think that that's where we need to be this season. We need to get into the Champions League. You know, I'd like yeah. to win the Europa League as well. And um, we've got a Jack from the, the final whistle. He says two one to Leicester. Tielemans and Vardy. I mean, if Tielemans scores, I wonder if he'd celebrate actually, knowing that he might end up playing for Arsenal in a few weeks' time. <laughs> That'd be interesting I, to I, see. I, isn't I, I did say, I did say on, on my preview last night. I would love, as Kevin Keegan used to say, I would love it, love it, if Tielemans could get a hat-trick tomorrow and then sign oh. an extension for the contract on Sunday. I oh. hope he celebrates. If he doesn't celebrate, he will go down in my estimation because at the moment he's not an Arsenal player. No, no, I'm sure he will celebrate if he scores. It'd just be interesting to see the reaction that maybe the Arsenal fans give him, knowing that there's a, poss a strong possibility that he may well be playing for us. Um, this season, so that it could be interesting to say. Hopefully, he won't score, and then he'll sell, well, he'll sell hopefully, he'll get on the bus and come home afterwards and not stay. In well, he might, he might just stay, yeah, he might, he maybe will. Um, Russ says 4 0. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not sure it's going to be that comfortable. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, who, who knows? And we are playing well at the minute, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but we'll see what happens anyway. I'm sure it'll be, uh, I'm sure it'll be a good game anyway in the sunshine. Um, it's going yeah. to be quite warm, so we a few water breaks and whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Always great to chat. Um, Thanks for having so me on. We'll, we'll catch up very, very soon. So just again, just remind everyone where they can find you, what about your channel, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you can see the um, down below my Twitter, at LeicesterTID. And yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah, that's my hashtag, but my channel is TV on YouTube. And it's very good. So definitely give that a, a look. I so say it's not just Leicester content, is it? You do a lot of other stuff as well. So I'm sure there'll be stuff that people can enjoy, um, yeah. whether you're a Leicester fan or, or not. Um, Appreciate uh, having me on, I can say. Dex is uh, ripping up a piece of paper, pretending to be a contract from Arsenal in celebration. <laughs> be nice if he comes up with something a bit unique, wouldn't it? That would be quite interesting. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Russell said there, cheers, Chris Mint, indeed. Um, so I'll, I'm back tomorrow for the watch along about quarter to three. We'll go live to go through the team news, all that kind of stuff. So please join me for that. Um, and I say thank you very much again to Chris from Leicester Till I Die TV. Please go over to that channel as well, check them out. Thank you. 
and been absolutely pleasure. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Hopefully, you won't enjoy it too much because obviously you'll lose. <laughs> you can enjoy it as much as it's possible to enjoy a game that you don't. Well, win. you know what they say: football's the winner. Let's hope. I don't. I hope Leicester's the winner. So you know, there we go. <laughs> no, of course you don't. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? And I'm sure it'll be a good game anyway. And I would say enjoy the game tomorrow. And no doubt we'll speak again soon. So thank you very much, Chris, for coming on. I will see you guys tomorrow about quarters of three for the watch along. So please join me for that. And in the meantime, of course, as always, come on, you gunners. Come on. Let's get another three points on the board. See you later, guys. Take it easy. Oh, yeah.